to talk about Bustleton, to talk him up, to hype him up, I think you've got the perfect person. Absolutely. And he is a three-time premiership player before, Dan. He, so he's been on the big stage, a couple for Bustleton, one yeah. for South Bunbury, mm-hmm. knows all about it. He is the general of the back line. Yes. He's just an all-around good bloke. And we're talking about Bustleton, Johnny Meadmore. How are you, bud? Hey, lads. How are we? Going great. Um, last week, obviously not playing, being able to watch everything that was going on. What was it like for you just to be able to sit back and see what was happening? Yeah, it's a different approach um, this time around because last three times I've had to play play in that mm-hmm. uh, prelim game. So, yeah, it's a bit of a different approach. Um, it's it's good to watch the other teams go out there and beat each other up a bit because <laughs> um, uh, you never had that certainty of also winning that game as well. So it was very nice to sit back and, you know, freshen up, tick the legs over a bit and, um, yeah, watch them go to war and get another look at Bunbury for the weekend coming up. Was it compulsory for all the players to get hands over or you pretty much pretty much uh, do what you want? We encouraged it. We had um, had a few boys come down for a training session Saturday, so we don't want to ask too much of the boys, but it, it would be good to have everyone there. But... Um, I think because the girls were playing as well, it's good to get everyone around there and get around them as well. Now, before we move on with your game, you're a very interested spectator on the sidelines in the girls' oh, yes. um, grand final. Your partner was playing. How'd, how'd she go, mate? Yeah, maybe I do get a bit too too far into the game and get a bit involved. I thought you were going <laughs> to go um... and get a kick at one stage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I tend to give Renny a bit, bit too much advice and spray her a bit, but... Um, <laughs> Yeah, no, it's great just to get out there and watch them um, kick a, kick the footy around. I've been kicking the footy with Rennie for a few years now, so now she's getting the hang of it and, yeah, hitting the scoreboard too. So good on her. And you were saying the girls had a very quiet little drink afterwards? Oh. <laughs> yeah, a couple of dozen beers afterwards and champagne <laughs> showers to follow. Um, I mean, that's what footy's about, country footy and grand finals. You drown the sorrows or... Uh, enjoy some winners' drinks afterwards, don't you? We just quickly talked about it before we came on air. Does that readjust your focus a little bit watching Rennie go out there and play? Um, uh, sometimes it's hard because obviously they're playing when we um, when we're warming up. So uh, yeah, not really. Once you're out there doing your thing, it's yeah, it's all about yourself, really. But no, nah, it is nice watching the girls as well. Mm. Now, how do you go? You've played in three of them before, three winning ones. Does that help you out on the day, or is the day pretty much uh, the two hours you need to perform? Yeah, with that one, it's probably the hard bit's getting there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, grand final day, being favourites or underdogs, it doesn't matter. You go out there and both teams going to throw 100% at each other. So, yeah, I'd say the hard bit's getting there, but the best team on the day is going to win. Two hours of just going as hard as you can, doing what you can to get your team over the line. Now, at the start of the season, John, a lot of people picked Bustleton to be sitting around the fifth, sixth mark. Mm. What was the big difference from this year to sort of last year where you played some very good games of footy and then drifted away? Yeah, I'd say probably probably the Manji boys that have come across. They've obviously got that um, finals experience as well and know how to really grind out games. And I guess with the boys now, instead of having those 30, 40 games together, it's more... 50, 60 games together now. So there's definitely a lot more balance and just, yeah, the boys willing to grind them out and hang in there when we need to. Now, your role in the back line, very much a general, is the back line a team within a team within Bustleton? 
Most definitely, yeah. The back six, that's, uh, yeah, we're, we're definitely a strong group within the group. <laughs> Look after each other. When a backman hits the scoreboard, we get around them hard. And, um, yeah, definitely. We're, we're pretty set up back six and, yeah, we love it. We love it playing with each other, so. And Castadecki and um, the other big ruckman, we thought at the start of the season Bustler might struggle in the ruck division, but they've turned that around. They've been absolutely brilliant. Yeah, standing on the half back watching the midfielders go to work, it um, definitely makes our job a lot easier. And um, yeah, Kester, he's got some um, legs on him too. He can run too. Gee whiz. This season, obviously, weird season, only nine games, but we've had a lot of talent come from all over the place to play this season. Do you reckon this has been one of the, the closest seasons and most competitive seasons we've seen? Yeah, most definitely. Um, it's. It's a funny competition. Sometimes, sometimes can drop off one year and be stronger next year. Mm. But um, even with like the Donnybrook Colts, you know, seeing them play yeah. finals is, is pleasing to see. Um, and yeah, definitely, there's no doesn't seem to be any weak links in any teams. It's just the team on the day, really. Um, yeah, that's all I can really say about that. Yep. And a, a new coach this year. He's, he yeah. seems he seems very quiet from the outside. Is that is that his normal persona, or does he give you a bit of a spray in in the rooms that out of everyone's ear? But he seems very calculated about what he's doing. Yeah, he does seem like a pretty easy going man, but um, you do get on his bad side. He can give a good spray. Um, he's just he knows what he wants to do, and he has a pretty good approach of how he wants to get his point across. And yeah, with the group that we've got at the moment, we do our best to make his job pretty easy. And yeah, we've done that so far with the results we've had. And what about your match day routine? Are you superstitious in any way? Do you do the, the same thing every day or is just put the boots on and we'll go and have a crack at it? Yeah, I'm pretty superstitious myself. Um, I sort of eat the same thing every week and have the same sort of... Pie and chips? Place. Yeah, none. <laughs> it's not like <laughs> you, Craney. He actually goes out there and runs for two and, oh, and a half okay. hours. Not like us. I thought a pie and a chips and a cordial <laughs> would be good. Yeah, no, I, I keep, try to keep everything the same, whether it's final series or... Or just home and away season. It's just do your thing and get out there and have a kick at the end of the day. So you talked about getting some of the Manji boys in and, and the way they've played, but just a few of the others that we want to sort of talk up. Mitch Tanati and Mitch Howlett, the two Mitches have had uh, real, you know, really top quality seasons. Um, talk up them because they, as I said, been real quality this season. Yeah, they have. Um, they probably both, well, they probably fly under the radar a little bit as opposed to a couple of years ago. But, that, um, yeah, Mitch Sinati, he's, he's progressing so much every year. And I think he's really good in the air now as well, which is one of his good strengths. And, yeah, to have Mitchy Howlett just coming down forward, um, you know, he's he's good to watch. I played my Colts with him, juniors with him, and he's always been a good player. But, yeah, it's great to have those local boys, hopefully, as part of a premiership team. Now, Austin Stiles, has he told you about his last grand final efforts? <laughs> no, he doesn't talk about it much. But, um, yeah, having beers with Nathan Bradbury, he tells you about it. I bet um, he would too, yeah. Yeah, had a few beers with him and he's got out the tape and, yeah, told us how he's taking hangers and kicking the goal after the throw and win the game. 
That was surreal, wasn't it? We called that game down. That was magic. Yeah. Never seen anything like that. I will say, I get the feeling. Okay, so let's say Austin Styles does indeed win this grand final this weekend. I can just imagine him at the age of sort of 55, 60, in front of like a fire pit, sitting around with his hey, 55, kids. 55, 60's not old, Dan. No, I'm not, not saying it's old. <laughs> but sitting around with, say, you know, like the grandkids telling the story about now. There was this day in 2016 where I kicked the winning goal after the siren. And then there was this day in 2020. And I can imagine just the story growing and growing and growing. You've obviously played in three grand finals. Have you got any stories that you like to embellish from those games? Um, well, to be honest, the games go so quickly and you barely remember them. Um, I think it's just a, the first one being, a, being only pretty young at 18 and then coming that draw yeah. in that first one in 2012, that was pretty surreal. Um, and then having to suit up and go again the next week. Thank God we got rid of the draw, I won't say. I mean, as much as it was, you know, nice to go out and play again the week after, I'm glad we got rid of the draw. Oh, I think so. Because the ground was at fever pitch when that draw, another five minutes each way would have been brilliant. Mm, Exactly right. This weekend... the boys had a wedding too the next week in Collie. Yeah. yeah. I do remember that. I vaguely remember talking about that on air. But anyway, hey, this weekend, um, obviously a massive game for you and the club. You've deserved to get to grand final day. You've been so much fun to watch and... uh, uh, hopefully you put on one heck of a show. For your sake, let's hope that you're holding the trophy aloft at around about 5 o'clock on Sunday. John Meadmore, thank you very much for joining us on Out of Bounds, and best of luck for Sunday. No worries. Thanks, lads. Have a good one.